Hello and welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Chris DeRosa. Um, I'm here with my very good friend Janice Morgan. Hi. We share a birthday. Yeah, we do. We, it just happened? It just happened. I love you. I was three hours late. You were all really late. I was really <laughs> mad at you. I don't really want to bring it up right now. But so. then we kissed on the mouth. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, twice. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> don't remember that at all. But okay. Anyway, and so anyway, we um, are here with your voiceover teacher, one of my other favorite people in the entire Aww. world, Amy Marks. Amy Marks. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Um, so you guys, uh, Janice, you took voiceover lessons from this woman. I did. I'd had a string of other teachers who were wonderful in their own right, but I was on, I think I found you on Backstage, which I always mistake with Backpage, which is where you find prostitutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, okay. Good So to I know. found you on the right website. <laughs> yeah. Good. And uh, I know that from work, not from personal experience. Sure. Um, my work as a producer, not as sure. a prostitute. Whatever, whatever you need to say <laughs> to clear your conscience. Anyway. However you need to solve uh, that. Yeah, so I found this ad uh, for Amy's class. At Star Tracks with at Roy. At Star Tracks with Roy. And I hadn't taken class in like a year, I think. And it was just the right time. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty serendipitous. I think we fell in love pretty we quickly. We, we really did fall in love super fast. Besides the fact that she's really like a great student and did fantastic, we, we did fall in love. Well, you want to, and do you want to know why that is? Because we fell in love super fast. Oh, you really? Because yeah. so we have the same we birthday. We're both cancer on the cusp of Leo, so we're very, very emotional, but we also seek attention and crave attention. So when someone can give you as much attention as you can give other people, it's... Yeah. We're like reclusive attention whores. That's how I like to describe it. I think I'm like an introverted extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Reclusive I don't know. I'm definitely an, I'm not an introvert at aren't? all. Oh, no, I know. There's well, no part I of you. I just like being home. Yeah, we're yeah. just homebodies. <laughs> That's Homebodies is like you but can be an extrovert in your own home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just homebodies, but we're also loud and like love attention. Yeah, like loud and curious and then like loud and at home. Yeah, loud, <laughs> loud and at home. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Amy, you have so you guys did. Um, she was your voiceover teacher. You loved it. So you guys met. So you met in class. Yeah, yes. and we met in class. And I'm trying to remember what we did in the first class. I think the best story that I have about your class. <laughs> I'm afraid. No, it's well, it's more about. But it's like m more embarrassing to me. But do you remember when we did the Pampers commercial? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah you like wrote something about it. I, I yeah. Tell the story. Yeah, yeah. I wrote an essay about it because we did it. I can't remember if it was Pampers or Huggies. It was some. I think it was Huggies. I think it, it was Huggies. Huggies, and it was really kind of sexual and strange. If you remember, it was like no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was like this is the way you were seeing it in <laughs> your mind. It was not remote. It was a Huggies commercial, Janice. It wasn't it was sexual or strange at all. Oh. But, but keep going. Keep keep. You, you tell your side. I'll tell mine. Well, Go it, ahead. It referred to the um the no hourglass shape of the diaper, which Ooh. I thought was really weird. Oh. Well, no, that's but oh, like I think that's but it's I a diaper. But I don't think they were trying. I don't think they were trying to be creepy. The point is, I have a lot of anxiety about whether or not I want to have kids, and I'm telling the story backwards. But Amy, as a really good acting teacher, immediately, as Amy always says, your voice never lies, and you can tell 
more probably from how people sound than what they're saying. Absolutely. And I was just sometimes when I'm really bad at class, I sound really mad, uh, <laughs> which is weird because I'm not an angry person. Right. But I sounded really pissed and really serious. And I was, like, pissed at the baby. Like, the baby, the premise was, like, the baby had all these cute outfits, but the baby didn't want to wear any of them. The baby just wanted to be naked. Okay, she is so angry right now. And so the baby was no. not verbalizing. That was not, but keep going. Let's Again, go like, the baby doesn't the exist because this is literally a commercial. <laughs> so keep going. So, so, yeah, so I don't know. I just, I read it, and I thought, I don't know what I thought, but I came out, and she was like, Jesus, you sound so mad. I basically think I said, do you not like children? And I was I think like, that's what I said. I said, do you not, you don't want, do you have a thing with kids? And I was like, God damn it. Cause you just know you're, I do that a lot. I actually really do good. that a lot. I know like people like, yeah, I can tell their issues by how they read a spot. I should be like a voiceover therapist. Yeah, that'd be good. I think that, voiceover you know, that, that could be like really interesting. Cause I do, it's amazing yeah. what I learn when I coach people, because there's something about your voice that's so incredibly personal and if you really do listen, you can pick up on so much stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I've d- I've done that before with other. What people. are, um, we don't have to go because I know we want to. We're gonna get to your show. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get to mm-hmm. your the, mm-hmm. your real story. My real I want story. three because this is something I always like. Always say like, oh my god, that my <laughs> dream job would be like a voice of p- someone that does commercials. Uh-huh. And I just think uh, like it was a fantasy that I never thought would ever come true or anything like that. Right. And but what are like three tips that you would give people about doing voiceover? Well, I've been doing voiceovers for a long time. Yeah. So the business has changed tremendously. Um, But I think the first thing that I would say, it's not really a tip. It's just the truth. I think that everybody thinks because they can speak that they can do voiceovers. Just like, you know, it's ridiculous. Voiceovers are really, really hard. They're Mm -hmm. really, really technical. And there's a shit ton of skill. It would be as if, like, you know, I, I met someone who was a doctor at a party, and I said, oh, I like being in a hospital. I think I'm going to be a doctor. And they're like, well, you need to go to school. I'm like, no, no, I think I'm I could just be a doctor. Yeah. And people really <laughs> do that with voiceovers. It's not something like, oh, I think I'll dabble in that. It's really Like you skill. have to hone your skill. Yeah, and it's an art. Yeah. So that is that is really one of the biggest thing I'd say. It, it seems... Um, it seems it easy because we talk all the time. Because we talk all the yeah. time, but it's really, really difficult. It's really difficult. It's a great way to make a living. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the business for a long time, and it's was been very, very good to me. I think that was what was, uh, I don't know, I've taken other classes, and I've never felt like I was taking an acting class. Right. And that was the big difference. Right. And because I think that's the thing I didn't, um, it was sort of, it was the thing that I think was really holding me back, and still is, because it's like you only get, better hopefully as you keep practicing absolutely yeah. practice is everything but like uh, i think also i didn't um i don't know i think i didn't really i think it's like it's like when you dance or when you act on stage you don't you have to do it to be in your body and i don't think i really knew how to be in my voice until right. i met you right. because but now you absolutely are like you, you yeah and it's so cool much. it's really really cool um but it's yeah it's it's like acting but you're creating so much more you have to create so well, much more because there's nothing like, to see. Right. Like what I yeah, said. Well, okay. there, is, there, is, there is something to see. There's the picture. But I'm trying to think well, of Well, for you and your But like you as the right. person, as so, the actor. So, you, so what you have to do when you get that piece of copy, you just get the words on the page of the audition. It's your job. Everybody can read. Most people can read, we hope. Um, but it's your job to bring 
the copy to life. Yeah. Breathe life into those words. And that's a very different thing from just reading it. And now reads today are very, very like they, I c don't get a piece of copy that doesn't say not an ouncery, not an ouncery, not an ouncery. So you have to bring this to life. You can't overact it. You have and to it'd be sound like conversation. It has to be conversation. Yeah. That's like the big, that's the big catch word. Mm -hmm. And if you took my class, I'd talk more about that. But you I'm should not take I'm her not class. I'm not giving I want away. to. I want right. to. Yeah, yeah you but can't take give away the so, secrets. So you can't, so yeah. I can't give away my secrets. Yeah, no. But, um, but yeah, you, you can contact me if people want to take Copy class. that. If we have fun, though. We really have wait. a great so time in fun. class, though. We really? do have a great where time. Can that, where can people contact you for um, They can email me for information. A-M-Y-M-A-R-C-S-11 at gmail.com. Amazing. It's M-A-R-C-S. Most people will put, you know. Yeah, Amy Marks 11 at, at gmail.com. Gmail they'll, like they'll see on the title. Yeah, yeah. Names so they can spell That's right. Great. It's like a little voiceover cult. No, it's I like really it. I want to do it. And it's really like, you know, I create, and you can tell me, I create a really supportive atmosphere because I think that's really important. I create a non-competitive atmosphere and I could create like a room where everyone supports each other because this business is hard enough as it is. We, we really need to be cheerleaders totally. for each other. So that's really, really important for yeah. me. Really important. The work is kind of a, it's, it's, it's kind of a bonus. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, th I think like, I haven't met anyone. I think it's so much harder now. I haven't met anyone who's like, first well and you're first starting you're not going to work a lot right? right but it's like right. it's so competitive um it's like yeah working is a bonus it's like just being able to like play and learn and and to always act. do and to act and to do the best that you can do because that's really all you that would be another t you know that's all you have control over i don't have you know i had an audition this morning i'm not going to say what it's for that i really want a book all i had control over was doing the best possible job i could do yeah and then, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm up against many, many women who could do the job. So it's kind of, I sort of feel like I gamble for a living, actually. I mean, you sort of do a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. transitioning, transitioning away from that. Um, transitioning. We, we, so you have a show that you've been doing for a few Three, years a now. A few years. Mm -hmm. um, and I th earlier thought that it was called Tits Out. I was wrong. <laughs> It is called. <laughs> it is called nice tits. Yes, it is. And why don't you tell us a little bit about it? And I just think it's funny you saying <laughs> you had the wrong title. I I have a press release and like someone blogged about my show because I do a lot of Google searches yeah. on myself, and they they. I don't know what this person did, but they called my show Pleasant Tits. <laughs> and then... <laughs> As opposed to it's, what? It's really hilarious. And then if you keep... Pleasant Tits. Pleasant Tits. It's like, hey, thanks. And then if you... <laughs> <laughs> and then if you read further in the article, towards the end, <laughs> it says <laughs> exceptional tits. I'm like, okay, I'm going from pleasant <laughs> to exceptional. I mean, I'm like, where did they, like, how did this happen? <laughs> You're They're dying over sloppy that. tits. So it's They're pleasant sloppy tits. Sloppy tits. Ooh, Average God. tits. <laughs> pleasant okay tits. tits. Exceptional <laughs> tits. Pleasant tits. Yes, so my show is not called Pleasant Tits. tits. Okay, Let's so. get Only in four states. Is it called? <laughs> <laughs> only in Jesus four Christ. States. Okay. So Pleasant Tits <laughs> is... Um, so <laughs> okay, so the show... <laughs> the sh no, it's, that's it's hilarious. hilarious. I have to show you the article. It's like, no, like tits out is at least like a similar like <laughs> number of letters. Tits. It's like, like you know when when you meet someone you don't really you go they're pleasant. No, they're like they're the pleasant. What a pleasant thing person, that you could ever yeah. say yeah. about boobs. So that's pleasant really tits. <laughs> like what pleasant tits she, oh, she has. has the pl most pleasant she has tits. She has the most pleasant I've tits I've ever seen. seen. 
so pleasant. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, so the yeah. show, the real name <laughs> so of the, the real show, show. <laughs> the real name of the show is <laughs> is not pleasant. It's nice. Nice tits. Nice tits. And I spell it with an exclamation point on instead it. of an I. Yes. Nice. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> tits. <laughs> you had to do it. Good. So tell us about the show. Well, okay. So I think the title throws people because they think it's going to be some form of porn show. Or like a burlesque I know, or a burlesque. Situation. I, I show my postcard, people go, oh, and I'm like, hold on, let me tell you a little You're more. Like, no. So the show <laughs> is Nice Tits, and then on the card it says, Amy had a great rack, then she got cancer. So there you go. So it's, uh, I'm a breast cancer survivor. Um, October 13th, it'll be eight years that I'm cancer free. Yeah. Thank God. I'm knocking on wood because I'm superstitious. Like, she doesn't really wood. But, um, so it's the story of my undergoing a double mastectomy and searching for the perfect pair of new boobs. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. And there's obviously by the title called Nice Tits, there's a ton of humor because I'm a really, really big believer that humor is incredibly healing. Absolutely. And this is something where, you know, no one wants to go, hey, Saturday night, let's go see a cancer show. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like not something that people say. It'll says, be But pleasant. a couple of yeah, years like, ago. I have this show that I really want to go see. <laughs> like, you know, it's about the big <laughs> C. Like, you want to hey, go? let's like, do why it. why not? Like, a it'll date be night. Yeah. A date night. But speaking of date night, a couple of years ago in Time Out, they had like, uh, the 20 best date things to do over the weekend, and my show was one of them. Really? That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, okay, you know. Good. Date did you talk about Did tits. anyone tell you they were on a date? Was no, anyone like reveal said, themselves? No. no one revealed themselves. I'll bring a date. Yeah. No, bring a date. Because why not? I should do tits date night. I love that. Oh, I'll bring a date. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, fantastic. Bring dates. Bring dates. Everyone's raising their eyebrows. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you, okay, so take so me back, if, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Take me back to you. When were you diagnosed? I was well. I was diagnosed in 2008 because first I had something called DCIS, which is ductal carcinoma in situ, and it's very uh, it's a little controversial because some people call it uh, precancer and some people call it cancer. They're very on the fence over it. But because of that, I had uh, two lumpectomies in my left breast. Now I say, I, sorry, I get emotional about this. I say that that saved my life. Yeah. Because because of that, I had to get checked every three months. Okay. So. I went for my mammogram. I don't mean to scare anybody when I say this. And mm. my mammogram came back all clear. You're great. But because of the DCIS, I had to get an MRI. And it showed cancer. Yeah. So thank God I had the MRI. and um, But it was cancer in my other breast. So my mm. mom died of breast cancer at 50. So I was 16. So I, I at that moment, I, and I, I, again, I'll say this, I had great fucking boobs. I had really, like, I was like the petite Jewish girl with the nice tits. I really did. Yeah. I so you had nice tits. And I still have nice tits. Yes. Yes, but you do. Thank you very much. For, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good. But, no, I really did. Yeah. So that decision, not that it's ever an easy decision, for, but I had such an attachment to my breasts, which yes. most women do, and that's yeah. something that I mean, I feel that I have attachment to everything on my body now. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it's like, you know, people don't like to use the word, but it's like, in a way, you feel like you're being amputated, like a part of your yeah. body that as a little girl... Janice, as a little kid, don't you watch your breasts oh, yeah. grow and you say, how big are they going to get? And, and you, you watch them with fascination and never in your wildest dreams, you know, I was still... You know, in my early 40s when I was diagnosed, you, you, which is still young, yeah, you don't ever think that that's going to be something you're going to say goodbye to. So that's, so when I was healing, I'm an actress, yeah. I started to write because for me, um, 
Carrie Fisher has the greatest quote ever, take your broken heart and turn it into art. Yeah. And, you know. That's what you did. That's what so I from did. So from this, and then you get the double mastectomy, and then. I got the double mastectomy, and then. Um, now there's two ways to go. There's you can either get a double mastectomy and uh, implants, or you can get it uh, from either your fat in your stomach or your back. Blah blah blah. But I was too thin for that, so I had to do implants. Yeah. So I had something called tissue expanders. Oh, so they put they, well, they take I fat from other parts of your they body. They do if you if you if, if you, you got you, it if you, if if you, you got have, it if you have the the some to the spare. reserves. Reserves. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any reserves. Well, that, okay. So, so I had to get implants, but before that, you have to get this thing called tissue expanders. Okay. So they put. I'm, I'm now. If this was visual, you'd see I'm now touching my breasts. So they put a port right here. Like okay. And and they fill it up each week with saline. And what happens is they stretch your the skin. skin. Correct. That's exactly right. So they stretch your skin enough so that, so that it will fit. That's exactly right. So depend- oh, I never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah. So depending on yeah, nobody does. So depending on how I wanted to, you know, I'm you know I'm a 34 C, so I wanted to stay with having that. Yeah, size. you wanted to have the same. I yes. wanted to have the same size, so I had to you know stretch a little more, and then um, so you have these expanders in for three months, and then when your skin is stretched enough, you can do the implants. Now some people are lucky enough they have nipple sparing surgery, so they get to keep their nipples. Um, I did not get to keep my nipples, so yeah. then you have to have another surgery, which we well don't have to, but I chose to, um, where they make the nipples out of your own skin. This is a Crazy. different, interesting thing because I want to do a documentary on this because my, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but yeah, my nipples are very tiny and it disturbs me, so I want to go. There was a man in um, uh, Baltimore, it's Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, called Vinnie Myers, and he makes 3D nipple tattoos. Oh, this whole tattoo thing is really oh shit, tattoo. it's so really interesting. It's oh, really like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be like a quick fix, too. Yeah, yeah, but so very painful. Well, no, because you don't oh, like yeah, so, you, even you yeah. don't feel so. I had this needle, like, what about like, what, how, what is that? Like, 10 Inch- inches? No, that's um, a foot? Yeah, like, like, a, like whatever. 10 inches. I had this really yeah. big needle every week. It, you know, going right go in your going right in yeah and my doctor and i are talking about like our latest you know favorite new restaurants yeah like blah 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 <laughs> as they're like oh, stabbing yeah, a needle into your breast yeah it's like, like oh blah blah i'm fine you know? so yeah you don't have as much sensation copy so that yeah it's crazy though but no one you know and so so and then you get um uh tattoos you get your areolas tattooed so it's really it's you know the whole um I went to this craniosacral therapist, and, and she said, well, just think of it as like you're giving birth to your new breasts because it takes a year. The yeah. whole process took me a year. So I feel like I gave, instead of thinking that they're no longer part of me, uh, I'm going to cry again, I feel like I gave birth to my new breasts. Yeah. Do you know other women who've had that same, have you talked to women who've had the same procedure? I the have, same because here's what happens. It's an incredible, it's a huge sisterhood, this disease. So when I was making the choice to get this done, this is going to sound so strange, but I had more women meet me in Starbucks bathrooms to show me their breasts and show me their... This is what's happening through the b- bathrooms in Starbucks in Manhattan. It's just like women just... Women just show... <laughs> like slapping them out oh to each God, other. Oh, my God. Just showing to say, this is, this is you know, yeah. this is what you can expect. And since doing my show... Um, so I, I see doing my show as service, and I see doing my show as having a conversation. That's It's really my passion in life now. I have met so many, again, I'm going to cry, I've met so many amazing, amazing women from all over and that have gone through this. So, yes, I have met many women. And every woman's different about this. So yeah. I'm single. So for me, it has its own issues. I've met women who are married for many years. They're like, whatever. Like, then I meet yeah, people I who choose not to, uh, uh, you know, get 
construction. It's all reconstruction. It's all, it's such a personal thing. And I think that's like really important that it's, it's personal and every single person is not going to handle it the same way. It's yeah. not a one size fits all because we all have different relationships with our bodies and where we are in our life. And yeah. yeah. And so what, What was the what do you think that the hardest part about the whole thing was? Then or now? Then back then. Well, I kind of went into it's going to sound weird but like producer mode. Like I was like when I found out, I was very the waiting was horrible for me. I uh, yeah, I feel I just got the chills in my arms. The waiting because I I just had a feeling. I had a bad feeling. And all my friends were like Amy, you're fine. They're like, you're fine. I was like, I was no, like okay, but like I had this yeah. feeling. Waiting makes me want to throw up. The waiting is awful. And so... Waiting to be told that you have it. Waiting to get your test results back. Yeah. It's, it's just because you, you don't... You, you're, you're in limbo land. You, do, you, you don't know what to do. And you know it's coming, but it's like not... It hasn't come yet. And it hasn't yeah. come yet. So you can't like take any action or you can't... So once I found out, believe me, that was not... A good day. Yeah, of course not. But I went into like, my best friend was with me at the time and she started crying. She'll never forget this. She'll never probably forgive me for this. I looked at her, I go, stop crying. We have things to do. I just was like, I was like, I can't. Yeah. You have to understand. Here I go again. My mom died of breast cancer when I was 16. Yeah. So it, it was like, I was like, no, I mean, I was yeah, reliving everything on every, you know, I was reliving my mom and thinking of what happened with her and that my mom died and that, I mean, you know, it's just not, a, it's not one thing yeah. and it hits you at different, at, at, at different points, you know, it hits you at very different times. Once you got, were you vocal throughout the entire thing? Was there ever a time that you were quiet? What do you, what do you mean? Like you, you say that you've had so many conversations with with people, and you've had all this. Was it? Was it? Did you? Did you oh, think uh, at the time when it, you were going through it, like I want to be very vocal about this, no, and I want to like have a good conversation? You probably got really no, quiet. No, it's didn't really, you? really, yeah, I did. What's yeah. really interesting about that is um, because I live alone. I was like in a fourth floor walk up, uh, and and I don't know what you know about this, but you you can't lift your arms, you can't lift things. I mean, I couldn't live alone, so. My sister, I lived with my sister and her family for three months. They took care of me. They, they were like, they were incredible. And I booked out, my agents knew, but I t said to them, I don't want anyone in the business to know this. I was like, we need to get, I just, I just don't want people to know. And I didn't tell, I didn't tell people. And it would be a weird thing because, you know, when I would come out, people would be, you know, be like, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. And then they pardon me, fucking complain that about start complaining about fucking Some stupid dumb shit. shit. Yeah, and you're and like, I'm you fucking bitch. And I'm sitting here fucking expanders <laughs> and dying. Yeah. Because, so you're right. Yeah. I didn't talk about it. And it's weird. I didn't talk about it until I chose to write a show. Well, no. Yeah. That was like my and coming out party. Writing my show and performing it. Yeah. And many people were like, I had no idea. Wow. I was like, well, I'm just a, I'm actually a really private person. So I don't walk up to people and go, oh, hey, yeah. How long cancer. between having your surgery completed and doing how long passed between that and doing the show the first well time? i would say for me now every person's different i don't do well with anesthesia mm. it really knocks the shit out of my body so between all the surgeries and everything i would say for me to feel like i was back to me it took me two years 
And then I started writing, and that process was probably another two and a half years. Writing takes a long time. Yeah. Two and a half, three years, yeah. What it when you what was the idea behind the show? Like what did you wh- how did you come up with the idea? I just I knew that I wanted to do a one woman show before I got sick. Yes. I thought oh or I was gonna like start doing stand up. I was like I'll talk about what else dating and the ridiculous stories mm-hmm. that happen. And then when I got sick, I just was like I just started journaling, and I I ended up seeing this fantastic coach Peter Michael Marino who ended up directing my show. And it morphed into what it was. Originally, I thought it was going to be a book. And mm-hmm. then you just, you just sit down and you start writing. And, and it just wrote itself. Yeah. With me at the computer for millions of hours. But I feel like, I feel like my mom. Like, like I'm yeah. going to be crazy. But I feel like there was something here that was channeled through me. Because it's the first thing I ever wrote. And it just sort of. You have an incredible co-star. In the show. <laughs> Can you talk I about do. her a little bit? Barbie is my co-star. Now, it's an interesting thing because most women, like, you know, Barbie gets a really bad rap. I'm now defending Barbie. Because, you yeah. know, people are like, oh, she, you know, it's like the perfect body, blah, blah, blah. Like blah. the Barbie. We're, we're talking yeah, about Barbie, Barbie as oh, in the Barbie about doll. The Barbie. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about the Barbie doll. Registered trademark. So, so Mattel. Yeah, yeah like Mattel. So, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, trademark. right. Yeah. So, what happened with this is that when I found out that I wasn't going to have nipples for a year... I like freaked out. I was like, oh. how can I do this? I yeah. was like, what do I do? As you should. Yeah. I don't know anyone who doesn't have nipples. I was like, and all of a sudden I was like, now I loved Barbie as a kid. I was like a doll girl. And I had this moment. I was with my boyfriend at the time. And I was like, I was like, we got to go to Toys R Us. And we got to go now because Barbie doesn't have nipples. So I made him take me to Toys R Us. Oh, I swear to God. Oh made him God, take me. To this is all true. <laughs> and it's all on my show. So I made him take me to Toys R Us. And there are so many. And her boobs are so big. Yeah. So, like, we went through. And <laughs> yeah, I she's got, like, huge cans. Oh, she's she can't huge, even huge, stand I mean, up. She's, yeah. she's, she can, well, technically, she really shouldn't be able to stand no, anatomically. Yeah. She's like, really, it doesn't make sense. But she looks really good. So I got my Barbie, my mod hip Barbie. That's the one I chose. Cute little jeans, low-rise jeans, pink little crop top. Yeah. I got in the car. And I, l- I know you're dying. Right? I love it so I much. I got in the car, and my poor boyfriend. No wonder <laughs> why we're not together anymore. The first thing I did is I took her top off. Yeah, you took all clothes. Yeah, you were like. I took her top off, and I was like, I was like, you know, I don't miss the nipples in Ariella. I was like, she's still beautiful. She looks really good. And then I started like emailing pictures to my friends of Barbie's boobs. But <laughs> 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 what you do when you're having can when you have cancer. Yeah. So the things that give you comfort. So I brought Barbie with me to my surgeries and she just became like my fairy godmother. Yeah. So like yeah. your rock. She's my rock. That's hilarious. She's my rock. And like someone and like again, something that like people are usually like, fuck that. Like oh that's yeah, they're like what yeah. a horrible like oh, wait, yeah. Terrible for women's self esteem. Representation of women. Yeah. Correct. I love it. And I for, doubt no, it anyone is, ever thought. No, like, it oh, really is like very interesting. Make some and cancer lady you, happy. Correct. And if you, if I'm correct, the woman who uh, created Barbie, breast cancer. Really? Really? Yeah. What else do you want to tell us about the show before we move on to like dating and all the, you know, <laughs> post, post surgery like situation? Well, I love doing the show. Yeah. I mean, it's truly my life's passion. So I've done it. I usually do it in New York during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I was in Fort Myers in March doing the show, which was great. I'm going to be in Boston in October. 
Um, I'm going to be in Princeton in November. I mean, my goal now is to start to really tour with the show. So in an ideal world, I'm putting it out there, Law of Attraction. I really need a producer to help me take it to the next level. My yeah. dream is to make it like... Uh, like the way what happened with vagina monologues mm -hmm. because I think it's really, really, really important. Um, and so August 10th, I'm doing a show. I'm pairing up with Avon and I'm raising money uh, for their walk. In New York City. In New York City. And one of the things I want to do is every show I do, I want to um, have a, uh, I want to donate a certain percentage of money to smaller to, uh, to smaller organizations yeah, or this people. Is, this yeah. is going to be the biggest I go. And then I want to go to smaller organizations that help that woman who needs to get to her, I'm going to cry again, who needs to get to her treatment or wants to get a tattoo but can't afford it. Yeah. You know, I want to give back. Yeah. I feel like so grateful for my life and that I'm here. So it's really about giving back and helping others and helping others know listen, life is hard. No matter what you go through, life can be really, really hard. But I want people to know that we can get it through. Listen, I survived my mother dying at 16 of breast cancer. I survived losing my breasts to cancer. And I'm, I'm pretty joyful, happy, grateful as hell for yeah. everything I have. And I just want to share that message and help other women. Like for me, I feel like my s show... I can't tell you how many other women come up to me afterwards and start talking to me. And I had, uh, it's okay if I tell the story, I had, a guy, I had a guy see my show. Because people don't really talk. People don't like to talk about cancer. No, like no, they just not at don't. all. That's what, again, they, why it's called the big C. Like yeah. It's, yeah. They're, they're very uncomfortable, and I want to change that. I want to make people feel more comfortable. And that's why my show is called Nice Tits, because if you do it with a little bit of laughter, it gives people room. It lets, it gives people a way in. I wish you understood the fact that, like, that is literally the my motto. Like, basically, my mantra for this podcast is, like, even if we want to talk about really sad things or some things that are very, like, hard that we can do it and it can be still be funny and you can still yeah. yeah that's my show yeah and that's my show because i think it's the only way to get people to start talking you gotta make people comfortable yeah comfortable and i had this guy come see my show and three weeks later he sent me an email here i go again he sent me an email and he said thank you so much he said my mother was just diagnosed with breast cancer and because of your show I knew what to do. Yeah. I knew what to say to her. I knew how to talk to her. I've had guys walk up to me at parties. I, uh, seriously, this guy walked up to me at a party. He goes, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, okay, like, sure. I guess. I knew him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, okay. I was like, okay, sure. He goes, I'm dating a woman who doesn't have nipples because of what do I do? And I was like, okay. You're like, like, I'll tell you exactly what to do. I was exactly like, exactly exactly I was like let's talk. So so there's something about my personality that's also just very, I'm very accessible, right? Mm. So, yeah, it's all about having conversations. Yeah. Having conversations. I have a, a couple more questions on the show. Um, what, what do you remember about the first time that you performed it? What a good question. I remember the incredible uh, feedback I got. And I, and I remember people saying, this is something you have to do. And I remember, it, my show has a feel like you're sitting, like kind of like we're sitting here. Mm -hmm. So it kind of has a feel like you're sitting in someone's living room and we're having a conversation. And I loved the uh, connection I felt with the audience. 
it was incredible. And the feedback, you know, feedback goes a long way, and the feedback really helped me a lot. And my show makes me feel deeply, deeply connected to my mom. Yeah. Is your mom an aspect of the show? No. She's like, is she in the... St- like is she's, she, mentioned, she in she's mentioned a couple of times. Just a couple of times. Okay. She's mentioned. But, um... Just a couple of times she's yeah. mentioned. But it's very, very much about a woman who is faced with losing her boobs and desperately... For me, it was really... Like, again, it might not be that... M- but for me, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? How do you cope? How do you... You know? And I also think, again, like, nobody knows what to say. Nobody knows what to do. So I think, you know... Um, I love doing my show. I love. Oh, doing I can't my wait to show. come see it. I can't wait for you to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to see I it because so I've only read it. Oh, why you read and it? I loved reading it. I read it five times. I love. I forgot <laughs> that you read it, but I haven't seen it. It's very different. I also, I didn't know you were as like much of a crier as I oh. am. So this is another Ridiculous. level. We're I know. I'm trying else. really, really, really <laughs> hard, and I'm like, be strong, oh, no, you cry. fucking Let's bitch. All and cry. I'm just like, cry. don't cry. <laughs> Cry. Let's all cry. Oh, like no, I'm like, I crying. have to be the pillar here. Like, don't cry. Someone has to be fine. <laughs> you gotta be the pillar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even in my show, my director like says to me, he goes, you're only allowed to cry. He, he tells me the amount of times I'm allowed to cry. I was like, really? He goes, yes. That's it? And that's it. <laughs> yeah. You just can't. Yeah, you just can't. No, that yeah, makes no. sense. You can't. No, you're we performing. Can you can't. cry as much as we want to right now. Yeah. Did you have another question? I do, but it's not, well, it's more general. Um, we've never talked before about how you became an actor. Oh, I wanted to be an actress since I was a little kid. It was like one of those things. I was like a little kid and I remember saying, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And then it just happened, right? Well, it wasn't that simple. I mean, it simple. wasn't easy. It wasn't yes, that it simple. it just happened. And everyone knows like, me and I have such a huge <laughs> career. I'm, yeah. I'm just. No, but you, but like you <laughs> just kept with it, right? I did. Yeah. I did because here's the thing. Because I love the art of acting. If I had wanted to be a celebrity, I would have gotten given up a long time ago. Because, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a hard life. Yes. It's a tough life. You don't always have a job. You don't always make money. You make a lot of choices that you let go of a lot of material things. You have good years. You have bad years. But I feel like my soul and my heart, that bank account is pretty high. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. People have such a terrible idea too that you're, if you're not working, you're being lazy, which is crazy because you're always working. I never stop. You're always working. Yeah. You're always auditioning and well writing. Also, people and people yeah. have like people's idea of working is like being in an office and like right. just like pounding the pavement, and totally. it's not. It can't be. Yeah. I feel like in a way we like we never stop. Like I like you know I started this morning at seven thirty. I'm still go. Like I never. Yeah. I never stop. And with writing, I'm always rewriting. I'm always changing my show. I'm adjusting my show. I'm still rehearsing my show. Yeah. Then looking for another job. I like, it just never, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. I want to... <laughs> oh, here we go. Skip I, ahead oh, to yes. like, I want to talk about what it's like post, like coming out on the other side. You're now, you're going to it's going to be eight years in, in October, right? Yeah. And what that has been like and what it's, what your experience has been. Being a survivor. Well, I don't think of my... Well, I am a survivor, but it's just such a terrible word. And then thriver, I don't particularly like that either. Um, uh, For me, this is how I see it, right? Mm -hmm. I have such a profound gratitude for life. So I'm... And and this is in my show, but literally, when I wake up in the morning, first thing I do is say thank you. 
whatever your spiritual belief or what I just take a look and I go, I'm here, I'm healthy, I'm good, I'm so grateful. Because I think if, um, I do think every day is, is a bonus. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I got, I'm one of the lucky ones. My mom was not one of, you know, I got lucky, you know. So um, it's given me a deep, deep, deep sense of gratitude. Um, and I, I don't think about if my cancer comes back or not because I'm just not like a warrior and I don't want to do that. That's not good for me. It's not good no. for my health, you know. Um, I feel, what, yeah, so. What has it been? Do you feel do you feel more powerful? Do you feel stronger, or do you feel? I do feel like I'm a fucking warrior. <laughs> I do. I, I mean, I do. I, yeah. I I do think I'm like you know. I think I'm really strong. I mean, I've been dealt a lot of punches. Yeah. And I am strong. But I'm. I'm strong with joy, if that makes sense. Yes. Because you can be dealt a lot of punches and be bitter. You know, yeah, and again, it goes to my laughter. So for me, my medicine is laughter, and I'm lucky I have an art. I have art to create, mm-hmm. and that's like a huge, huge, um, huge outlet. Huge, it's unbelievable. You know, and and you know now my show's not healing for me; it's healing for other people. But in the beginning, the writing of it and the performing of it was, of course, healing for what I went through. I mean, when I was when I did my show, I was in a relationship. And I was in a relationship for four years after. So, you know, the big thing for me was, you know, being single. And uh, when do you talk about it when you date? What do you, what do you, what do you usually do? I if you don't mind us asking. I don't know. Oh my God, I talk about my show. I, I don't want to give away, like, certain stories because okay, Janice right. knows because she read them. Okay. But it's a really, in, it's like, a, it's, I, it's a hit or miss thing. Most people have no clue. You know, and and I will admit, I'm wearing something. I'm wearing. Oh, look, my boobs are hanging out. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I wear. I do. I wear low cut top. Like nobody yeah. has any, any idea. No, no, no idea. Yeah, but I. F- yeah, I mean, but I feel that I wouldn't. I wouldn't unless I like saw them in the flesh. You know. Correct. So it becomes. So it. Sorry. Saw them in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> like but I'm saying like bare and like bare and bare and breast. That's yeah. exactly right. Bare breasted. Bare breasted. Bare breasted. Yeah. So, yeah, that becomes a real. <laughs> <laughs> She's Nothing dying of it. Just kind of <laughs> so that becomes a really that becomes a really tricky thing. Yeah. Because I'm not going to want a first date, you know, be you know, be like, oh, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Oh, by the way, I have cancer, I have implants, I had a double mastectomy, and my nipples are really tiny. I'm not going to just do that on a first date, you know. Um, I've had people that I went on three or four dates with, and I told them they're like, you should have told me on the first date. I was like, what? But also, like, what? Like, really? Like, seriously? I would. First of all, sir, did you think you were actually going to get to see them? Because that was mighty cocky of you. Mighty cocky. Yeah. That's absurd. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's, you know. Also, I like that as a response to, oh, I had cancer and I have implants. You should have told yeah. me. No, literally. As like, though why this didn't is you about yeah. anyone oh, yeah. but, but yourself. Correct. Correct. People are, people are you know, it. My, my plastic surgeon says the best thing when I became single. 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 He said it's. It's a great test to see who's worthy of you and who's not. So I have like you know, it's great. It's like yeah, bat him away. Bat him away. The bags. Right. But, but, uh, <laughs> but I, and the I'm never going. GTFO. Know, here's the thing. I'm never going to know. Like if I tell someone on a second date, I'm not going to know. Or a third date, if they don't want to go out with me again because I had cancer, 
or because they just didn't like me. Mm. Yeah. So that becomes like the tricky thing. And now I, now I just, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm like beautiful and you either scars. Yeah. Are it's not scars like scars are beautiful. And, but it, it you know, it's, it, it's, it's a lot to navigate. So I, yeah. of course, navigate it when I'm in a relationship and seeing something, I navigate it with humor. That's the only thing I know. So I have, because there's, you know, there's, yeah, no, you're right. I don't know if I answered that. It's no, kind of just crazy to think about. I don't know. Like we have to, <laughs> we have to deal with people telling us how to look in so many ways, right? And how to feel about ourselves, and how to, you know, you have too much on, you have too little on, you this, you that, whatever. And it's like then you add in this other layer of having been through something that could have killed you Correct. and didn't. Correct. And you look fucking awesome. Thank you. And you're an amazing person, right? So it's like, right? It's just, a, yeah. It's and like another. It's like another oh, truck. It's like another stop horrible. in the That's road like of telling you, telling you how to be. That? Like right. no, like people yeah. are horrible. It's terrible. Like, but like, I think, I guess, I never thought of it as a, as something that you then have to like come out about. You do. Like I would never have thought. I mean, so also I'm not a woman, so I don't know I don't what it's like to have breasts. But correct. You know. I'm gonna give it away. But, but, you know, there's other stories to give away. So when I first went, I can't believe I'm saying this on air, but that's okay. So when Roy and I first broke up, that was like, he was my love, you know. And <laughs> I, you know, you decide, I'm, you know, going to go out, going to go on a date. I'll probably have sex on this date. Yeah, getting back, get, the, I, getting back in the yeah, saddle. I gotta yeah, like, I got to get over it. So yeah, I yeah. must have pounded down eight glasses of wine. <laughs> I'm off like 105 pounds. So that was like a lot of wine. Yeah, like a whole bottle for yourself. Yeah, yeah like, it's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is terrific. This is my maiden so, voyage. Yeah. So again, so uh, I went home with a guy, right? So, and I didn't have a chance to tell him. I'm stoned. <laughs> Who's thinking about it, you know? Yeah. So, so we're sitting yeah. there. Also, you're like blackout <laughs> drunk. So like, you're like not thinking I'm about so that. I'm so drunk. He's <laughs> trashed. So this is, no, this is great. You're going to love this, Chris. So we're, li- so we're on the couch and like, you know, he really, like I went to his house and he just didn't waste any time. Yeah, as so he should. No, get right to no, the point. Let's yeah, let's get, get right, real. Let's get we right to it. No small talk. We're busy. We can't deal with that shit. Anyway, yeah. So he puts his, you know, hand up my shirt and he's. And then he's like. He's like. Amy, I said, thank God he even knew my name. I was like, yeah. Man. He's <laughs> like, and Sir. you are, it doesn't really matter. He goes, I can't find your nipples. And you're like, you were like, did you just fuck with him a little bit? And be I like, no, I was like, I was like, we have to talk. I said, first I said, I have implants. And then his response was, who doesn't? I was like, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I mean, that's I don't make where were you up. in South Beach? No, like, where I was here in you? New York. So this is hysterical. <laughs> so then I, um, I said, you know, we have to talk. I said, you know, I have cancer. Blah blah blah. blah. And he goes, okay. Two seconds later, yeah, I doesn't, do. yeah, it didn't like, matter. Yeah, anyway. so he's fine. I never saw him again, but it really just didn't matter. So there's my story. Yeah. How many people listen to this? <laughs> okay. Enough. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Oh my God. No, it's good. That's hilarious. That's just one. That's just amazing one anecdote. Yeah, you'll I hear at nice tits. That's right. At tits out. At, at tits, tits out. Tits. But you'll hear at pleasant tits. At pleasant tits. <laughs> at our new breast cancer fundraising <laughs> restaurant, tits out. Tits, tits out. out. That's like what it. we should do. I like it. Tits out. Really Wait, hard? don't give it. Don't give any ideas up. People steal them. Oh, oh they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's take that true. back. Yeah. Yeah. People no steal one's doing ideas. that anyway. <laughs> We're just opening um, a cat cafe. Any a cat cafe. What What are some things? What are some things? 
as we kind of wind down? What mm. are some things that people don't think of or what are like common misconceptions, things that you wish that people knew or way th- ways that, that people could handle it? I don't know. Anything like that? I'm sure there's a treasure trove of things, so but we can reverse engineer. What's the shittiest thing you can say to someone who has cancer? I have like a list of all the shitty things to say to someone. And yeah. now I can't like remember any of them right now. But I'll tell you what you can do for someone who has cancer. Let's like do it that way. You can show up. Yeah. You can like, you know, you can call them. You can cook them a meal if they're in treatment. You you know, don't wait for them to call you. They're not going to be able to call you. They're in treatment. Oh, yeah, no. You know? And you get quiet, like you and said. Like and you get, you get, you get really quiet. You know, have food delivered for them. Have, s- ha- you know, um, oh, 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 oh. I'll tell you what's pissed me off. When people, like, look at me and they're like, well. Now, mind you, I was a vegetarian for years. I work out all the time. Healthy, healthy lifestyle. And people will go, well, maybe you've had some unresolved issues in your life that caused this cancer. People have said that to oh you. Oh, yeah. Who or, or says that? that like, literally oh, yeah. what? Or that, you know, <laughs> or, you know, well, you know, the food and maybe you've brought this on yourself. It's like, what kind did of you a really just, or, the, or they'll say, oh, cancer's a scam. Like, it's like, oh, my God. Just keep that shit to yourself. Either be loving and supportive or, or just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've had people say That's that heavy. I As I, I said, earlier when we were talking about relationships just lie (laughs) just lie just lie be like oh my god that's so horrible even if that's i think that it's a scam or uh, that you're faking it or whatever like whatever the hell people say to you like just lie totally (laughs) right because i've had a few people talk about that like you know thing of well maybe you brought this oh they go they do this they go have you experienced a lot of stress Ooh, i go have you who 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 hasn't but also like yeah where do you live and they're like well you know you're stressed probably caused your cancer it's like even are you like thank you doctor it's unbelievable fucking asshole oh it's 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 really like it's it's yeah. it's um yeah I people guess are fucking this is the thing and 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 someone um erica jordan yeah. our friend erica jordan talked to, i did an episode about um getting divorced and uh, my friend erica said like people need to and she learned this the hard way when she was getting divorced is that like people need to rationalize it and put themselves in their mm-hmm. in their exactly in your right. shoes and like they have to be like, oh well, I would never let that happen. Correct. She was expl- exa- she was doing it's like exactly her relationship right. of being like, oh, I would never let my relationship go off the rails like that and like right. lead to this. But it's like you don't you have no one, idea. You have no idea. You have no two, idea. Like, you've never been in that situation, so you have no fucking idea what you would do. And, and keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah, like you know, it's yeah. And also, like, I don't give a fuck what you have to say about it. Yeah, and it's care. like right? next, are you going to tell me that dinosaurs never happened because oh, yeah. you think my cancer is because I like didn't tune my right chakra right. like come and on yeah. and, and that's and so yeah, crazy don't just even like yeah even if that's what you and like if that's what you think like keep it to your fucking self keep it to yourself don't say i like this as a mantra keep it to keep your, it to your fucking no, but like self. also like just lie like just <laughs> other <laughs> other mantra just, just lie those are the two mantras just lie and be a polite like <laughs> you didn't learn anything you've just, learned that yeah that's just lie just lie keep it to yourself that's slogan hashtag just lie um I know you've talked about it's, it's like a com- so this is a conversation you can have for a really long time. Yeah, which is so. Can I just say about my show? Absolutely. After the show, I do talkbacks. 
Amazing. So, yeah. So I do talk back. So after this show, I'm going to have um, my plastic surgeon's going to be there. Uh, Dr. Nolan Karp of NYU, Dr. Karen Hiotis of uh, NYU is going to be there. My sister and my niece are going to be there uh, from the perspective of family. How does cancer affect a family? You know, amazing. Because um, and I do those talkbacks because I want people to talk. One thing that I'm going to have in the works is I'm going to do a men only show, and I want to get uh, men talking about because even like say um, a man's partner uh, loses her breasts, he has a response but he's he doesn't know what to do with that response yeah. and he can't really talk to his partner about that response because that would she's going through he her needs own a, and also like he's her support system correct this, so he I'm needs assuming. his own so so so, yeah. so people like i just recently met someone who mom died of cancer and never talks about it so i just want people to talk mm. i want to be like the uh, rachel ray of boobs why I think not you are <laughs> why not I think, I think Rachel Ray wants to be tits. the Amy Marks. 30 food, <laughs> but whatever. 30 minute tits. 30 minute tits. <laughs> 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 um, That's any, our microwave cookbook. Any, <laughs> yeah, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> any final thoughts? Too many I love fun. you both so much. I love <laughs> you. This is so much fun. I could sit here for hours. I could sit here for I, I, know. Just, I wish we had like a call in. People could like, you know, ask we us. We can do that. We can do it again. Oh, yeah. We can do another one. Let's do I another love one. that idea. I, I love the idea no, this people is honestly a dream come true. This is like great. Like, <laughs> I could do this. Like, I could just we can do like, like a tweet. Same we time tomorrow. Like a, we can do like a tweeting. Like, we could tweet. Like, we could all have be like, yeah. Or I'll Instagram and be like, what are your questions? And then we'll ask, and then we can ask them. I love we'll that. I love that. I love that because I think people probably do have a lot of yeah. questions. And yeah. And I'd like it to be interactive, you know, yeah. because if you want to have a conversation, you need other people in I it. I have another idea that I'll say off air. Are to say? Because I don't want anyone to steal it. Yeah, no doubt. Say it offline. Yeah. Off air. Check in with us in six months. Copy that. Um, yeah. And any, and, and any final thoughts? I have so many final thoughts, but I guess I want to say that um, life can be really hard and life can be really challenging, but we do have the inner resource and strength mm -hmm. to make it through. And I've seen the dark and now I see the light and the love of family and your friends and showing up for people is is like you know i don't want to sound too hokey but it love really does heal yeah love really does heal thank you and and seriously. if people want to reach me or they can yeah no okay so me, let's yeah. so but seriously so you're welcome yeah first of <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you for sharing your oh, story thank you for having me um, thank you for letting me share my what? story <laughs> oh my god Janice is like dying yeah she's gone she, she's we've, gone. Lost, we her. Lost, we've her. lost her one down um so where where can people see the show so the show is at the pit in new york city 123 east 24th street um and you can go to my website uh, either amymarks.com or nicetitstheshow.com. Nicetitstheshow.com. Yeah, and I do spell it. I, you're not allowed to use it. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's spelled normally. It's spelled normally, and they can um, buy tickets that way. And I would love if people would come. And if you can't come, spread the word. Get people here, there. Let's have a great conversation. Absolutely. And you'll get to hear so many more stories. Yeah. I have one more question. Yes. If you could do the show anywhere that you haven't done it yet, where would you do it? 
Well, what I would really love, I mean, I do want to, I really want to travel all across the country. So the only places I've really done it states so far is New York and Florida. I would love to go through all the states and I'd also love to go to London. I'd love to go to Australia. I like, I really, I really want to like, I need, go all, yeah, I re- yeah, but I need, um, I need help and I need support. So I just, um, I just got, uh, my 501c3 through Fractured Atlas. So if you go on my website, you can see and if you're inclined to want to help me out to, because it costs money and it's yes. my money. And I have a team of people who, God love them, I haven't paid. Yeah. And I desperately need to pay them. So I do have a crowdfunding campaign. So uh, if you go to my website, all that information's there. And it's a tax write-off. So it's like you're doing a really good mm-hmm. thing and, and you're helping, um, yeah, you're helping spread the word. Absolutely. It's a it's like a boob mitzvah, really. <gasps> a boob mitzvah. Oh my god. That's so Okay, so if we're you gonna go mind meld <laughs> in the yeah. corner. Love that. If you <laughs> want uh, more information about nice tits, or as I call it, tits or my out. Boob or <laughs> <laughs> or tits out. My um, super you can boob mitzvah. M- Jesus Christ, don't even start. <laughs> Goodbye, I'm gonna leave now. Um, <laughs> I so love that. You can go to um nicetitstheshow.com where can people find you on social media if you want to be found or is that uh, no I do want to be found follow me so my um, uh, Facebook page is uh, nice tits the show my um, at nice tits the show is everything Instagram is at nice tits the show Twitter is at nice tits the show got it nice th- it's nice all about my the show. nice tits yeah. <laughs> not the pleasant tits not the, the nice pleas- yeah. tits nice tits the show for everything on um, social media <laughs> Janice nice yeah. where can people find you I already know but tell us I actually just deleted everything what yeah uh, oh, well. I had a really good Instagram yeah which you was did Denise with a J uh, but yeah, like I'm on a little bit of a cleanse right now. Copy you. So. All right. Well. You can find me in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. this is frightening. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. And didn't this start off with you being a prostitute yeah, at the beginning basically. of the show? Potentially. Like yes. Anyway, yeah. Going on Backpage. Yeah. Anyway, you can find Janice on Backpage.com. <laughs> um, you can. <laughs> if you want to be on the show or if you want to start a conversation you can email me at chris at loudandcurious.com again that's chris at loudandcurious.com you can find me everywhere at uh the Krista rosa and you can find the show at loud and curious and you can find my website uh loudandcurious.com again amy marks thank you so much for sharing thank your you story so much. seriously janice i love you so much I love um you too. thank you for introducing me to this lovely woman um and yeah that's it again thanks guys oh um, my god this is great until thank next you. time bye 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 This episode of Loud and Curious was produced by me, Krista Rosa. My cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo. Cover art graphics and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones. Next time on Loud and Curious. That's some shit you made up. Well, let it out. Close your legs to married men. Close. Close Close your legs to married men. Excuse me? You heard me. Close your legs to married men. Wow, Nene. You heard it. Is he married? You heard it. You're absolutely right. You're the one who's trouble. You're the one who's going around lying on everybody. I don't think so. You are. I don't think so. Lying every chance you get, you lie. (laughs) I don't think so. But you better not lie on me. You run around lying on people. You better not.